Absolutely. 10 a.m. Mondays, it's time for Everyday Conversations on Race with Everyday People. With Simma Lieberman, Everyday People, talking about race every week. Different Everyday People, talking about race. On Tuesdays, 10 o'clock, it's Spiritual Psychology with Renee McKenna. Meditate. It'll heal ya. Then... At noon, stick around. Sergio Novoa brings you my limited view. Talking about all things from his perspective. Then, on Thursdays, from 8 to 10, it's time for Beyond Your Comprehension with Clem. Exciting new shows here at Mutiny Radio. Also, the IC. Standing on a corner in a white godfather hat. Doing jokes. a long black gangster Cadillac. Doing jokes. He can steal a bra's mind, man, three or four minutes. It's not how long you talk, bro. It's what you put in it. Look out! Welcome to the Joke Workshop here on Muni Radio. FM. Uh, we're down here at the station, getting ready to get started. Uh, turn up, people are starting to come. I didn't. I didn't put it on Facebook today, just because I was so hungover. Um, I was vomiting until about four this afternoon. So yay! Uh, didn't eat dinner last night. Drank a lot. Woohoo! do Dealing with dealing with some personal issues, and the best way to do that is excessive alcohol. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, anyways, I was I was hungover all day, so I feel like ass, which means I will probably give you some great comments on your jokes because I I swear I care no I do I'm here I'm here I'm here for you I totally care Uh, we're going to listen to a little bit more of this too short while I get the list and come back around here and uh, yeah this is a joke workshop remember please pay attention take notes uh, the more you guys you guys are the show so um, you know if we all pay attention to each other this can be a really helpful thing and or we can just tell each other to fuck off which is fine too um so i'll put up a little music and we'll be right back here with joke workshop it's like you smoke a whole damn key you rap so fast you keep leaving the beat i'm from the old school i love p-funk but now rap music is all that they want so when i'm in my car i play clinton and when i'm on the stage i start camping and when i hear your shit i push eject then i throw it out the window with the rejects and when the hardcore rappers go soft I like to watch when they ass fall off Cause ain't nothing worth kicking like a sucking MC And any other rappers ever talk about me I don't stop rapping, that's all they can say And how I dog bitches every day But if you can't be a dog then you're weak You'll be phony like a sideshow freak Alright, here we are at the Joke Workshop I'd like to thank everybody ahead of time for donating two dollars to, uh, although their first comedian of the night, he doesn't need to he doesn't need to uh, donate for a long time because he was so more generous than he needed to be last week that he has bought his time for a long time. So don't make him put money in the jar, you other people. But it's okay because he gave me so much money last week. It was awesome. 
awesome and all that stuff helps keep the station alive and we appreciate it so much uh hey you guys are gonna love his jokes right now we're take notes pay attention to your first comedian of the night rayon big raycon oh big ray thanks pam yeah that's nice you are you are so wrong um hey uh guys what's going on uh how you doing joke workshop my wife likes to call this a joke factory uh, I don't know which is which is worse, workshop, factory. It's all. I, I feel like factory is is just a little bit more lame. So I like workshop, Pam. Anyways, um, I'm a native San Franciscan, and uh, I was born and raised here. Been here my whole life, and uh, you know my friends from the East Coast they call me and they're like, hey, you know, Ray, how do you do it? How do you how do you live out there? Aren't you afraid of earthquakes, man? Aren't you a little afraid of like a big one? I'm like, hell no, I'm not afraid of earthquakes. I've been here my whole life. Why to be afraid of earthquakes? There's nothing to be afraid of. As a matter of fact, I enjoy earthquakes. Right, I've become like a little bit of an earthquake, uh, like a wine critic, like a, like a seismic sommelier, right? It's good because, like, I, and the problem is I get super unbearable. I mean, I'm completely unbearable after an earthquake. After an earthquake... My God, man, I am just really difficult to be with. Um, you know, after an earthquake, I'd be like, oh my God, you guys, did you feel that one? Oh, what a, what a delight. Oh my God. That was a 3.5 on the Richter scale, if you ask me. I'm even pronouncing Richter scale like a douche, you guys. Um, uh, the, um, uh, I, uh, I prefer, I prefer a nice earthy earthquake from the Petaluma Falls. Oh, I'm sorry, from the Hayward Falls. Did you catch the earthquake in 89? Uh, the Loma Prieta earthquake? Oh, what a tectonic delight. It started out with bold Oakland notes and ended with a fine Petaluma finish. It's unbearable, you guys. I'm terrible after earthquakes. Um, uh, the, uh, the, take a look here. Uh, my dad, uh, I got a seven-year-old, and I like to take him for walks to the park, which was nice. You know, we, uh, you know, the thing with the seven-year-old is when you're walking with the seven-year-old in the park, he's picking things off the ground all the time and asking you, you know, the, the age-old question, what's this? And you have to answer every time because otherwise you're a terrible dad. So he'll pick up something. My job is to explain it. It's tough being a good dad. I'm not very good at it, but I just do the best that I can. So he'll pick up something like a eucalyptus leaf. He's like, hey, dad, what's this? And I'll be like, oh, my God, kid, that's a eucalyptus, eucalyptus tree, son leaf sun it's uh you know it comes from it comes from australia it's not even native to san francisco they're all over san francisco so you know if you ever go to australia you might find the same kind of tree in that area and that's how you do it that's how you explain things to a kid short sweet just enough information where they can absorb it that's called being a good dad the problem is i go too far right because anxiety takes over and he's like hey dad what's this i'm like god oh, it's a wood screw son check it out a little wood screw you found there did you see the did you see you see the head on that man it's got a little cross on it yeah that's what you call a phillips screw it's a Phillips screw, son. You want to use a Phillips head, Phillips screwdriver, you know, for, for a Phillips screw. You don't want to use a regular screwdriver, son. You hear me? You don't want to be that kind of kid, all right? You understand? Do you, you feel the tip? Do you feel the tip of the screw, son? It's sharp. It ain't no machine screw, son. It's a wood screw. You use a wood screw on wood. You, wanna, you know what? Hey, quick hint. 
what you want to do is you want to drill a pilot hole before you sink that wood skull, right? It's where you get a better bite. You get a better bite, son, if you use a pilot hole before the wood skull. Hey, better yet. Hey, man, better yet. What you want to do is you want to dip the wood screw in some wood glue and then sink the wood and the screw into the wood. That's why you get the best bite, son. Do you see what just happened there? I lost control. It's over, right? It's complete. I've gone overboard, you guys. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm like, yo, man, three minutes later, I'm pacing. My sleeves are rolled up. I'm like, yo, son, first day in prison. What you got to do is you got to grab the first guy in the yard, grab him by the collar, and start smashing, son. Yeah, let him know who's boss. I'm dropping knowledge I have no interest in. It's like, yo, man, don't get high on your own supply. Yeah, yeah, don't shit where you eat. Don't dip your pen in company ink. I started singing Kanye. I'm like, scoopity doopity doop doop doop. You know, <laughs> I'm, singing, <laughs> I'm singing Kanye, and I'm like, yo, man, uh, 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 shit. Uh, I ain't saying she a gold digger, but she ain't working with no broke, broke, broke. Get a prenup, son. You got to get a prenup because if, if you don't, she would screw you at the end. That's my time. Uh, I tried to tie it up. Uh, huh? He got there. He got uh, back to the wood screw. That was, was great. Wood screw at the end. Oh, clap for God. Yay. That was really funny. Yay. He got back to the wood screw. He brought it around. I'm so happy. I had no idea where you were going with that, and I'm so happy you brought it back to the wood screw. If I could remember the line. No, it was really funny. Um, I really like that beginning premise with the 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 sommelier. I think you just need to get to it more quickly, and okay. then um, and I like how you brought in out the oaky Oakland yeah. because it's the oaky flavor of the For wine. Sure. And I think sure. you can write a few more of those in there. I I saw where you were going, but I'd even I don't know. I liked you said robust and like the flavors yeah, of wine, just sure. more like wine terms. Yeah. It's that that was really good. And then you start talking about your kid, and I heard you on the phone talking. You're a soccer coach. You should do some I, soccer coach oh, I jokes. Have, I, already, I already did a bit. I didn't have time. I loved the, yeah, uh, because you, you said I was just overhearing your conversation. You said something about like soccer is a meritocracy, and I'm like that is so funny <laughs> that you're talking to a seven year old and you use the word meritocracy. Like that's hilarious. <laughs> that's actually my quote. That's, that's a great that's, quote. Um, and when you I would bring it back on the SF native. I thought he was going to pick up a condom. Oh, like, I think it's something yeah. you can put in in the joke. Oh, but sure. I'm in San Francisco and he picks things up and it's always, right. you I know. I have a line where, he, where I'm walking to Vegas. He picked up a, one of those cards with a naked girl on it. And yeah. that goes to daddy's backpack. Right, 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 right. Yeah, got it. But in San Francisco, I see condoms all the time on the ground. <laughs> right. So okay. you could, cool. that could be a, a throw in there just okay. that he picks up a nasty condom. And then... The screw stuff in the beginning was so funny because it was vaguely sexual, but you weren't giving a nod to it at all. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that was very funny because you kept, you're like, you dip it in the tip, you dip the tip in the, <laughs> in the wet, and then you, all that stuff was very okay, just cheeky. I enjoyed your set. Just cool. get to, I would say the only thing is just get to things more quickly. It's a shaggy dog for sure. And, yeah. I, and, I, was, and I even dropped that down by 20%. <laughs> I get, so I'll get it shorter next time. Yeah, I was going to say about the earthquakes, uh, like... It's already, like, I, I don't know if, like, the sommelier angle is the funniest part about it. Like, for me, the funniest part is just, like, the how, like, obnoxious people are talking, always, like, talking about the sure. earthquakes they've been in. Sure. Okay. So I don't know if you can imagine different angles to come at it from. I can't, I don't have suggestions off the top yeah, of my head, yeah. but, uh, 
like that part is what registered with me because like I'm from a place where there's not many earthquakes, but when there's one that happens, like everyone's like fucking their own status about it, and like right. some people are like, oh, you didn't experience the other one, uh, you know? Yeah, right, 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 right. that part is the f- is what registered. So yeah, yeah. And then you that uh, rang true for you in a sense. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was already funny just to be like, oh, you didn't, you you, you like the Somalia aspect is like, oh, like there's a guy that's you know he's been through more earthquakes than you, and like right, that's right, so obnoxious. Right, yeah, yeah, like cool, cool. so that's funny. Um, and then uh, I guess the last part about like explaining concepts to your kid was like jumping to the street part was when like I feel like the the rolling laughter was about to happen. So it's mm-hmm. like that part um, might need to come quicker, like Pam is saying, because I, I already think that's like so funny to like start escalating like the severity of concepts to your kid is right. yeah, it's so right, funny. Right, right, right. Got it, got it. Yeah, so okay. that was all, it was really good though. Oh, thanks. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> the race to the mic. Uh, yeah, your kid should definitely pick up one of those orange caps for a syringe. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, daddy, what's okay. this? Like, oh, where do I begin with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, as far as like the earthquake Somalia thing, yeah. uh, Oaklandish is a good descriptive word, oh. pretend descriptive word for like okay. a flavor. And maybe like, oh, the wine gets a little hyphy in, ha, in the middle, ha, ha. but then it smooths out into a nice petaloo, you know? So throw <laughs> okay. in some like, okay. throw it. in a hella or something. Sweet, you know? sweet. Cool. I also I forgot to say I like when you mispronounced Richter wrong and said yeah. even I even I say that like a douche that was funny yeah thanks I like the idea of you talking about people who are always like guessing the magnitudes of earthquakes being like what is that a 4.5 is like what are you some kind of earthquake rain man Seis- right, right, right. seismic oh, rain nice. man yeah okay cool and then you could talk about how uh, you're uh, how you're a seismic Somalia after that okay yeah um, yeah as far as the other stuff goes I think you should like ramp up into your explanation of the screw like with the stuff that makes sense and then just cut out the middle and just be like 20 minutes later I'm right. um, and then straight to the Kanye stuff Got just it, straight it, into it, the, straight just be into like Kanye. 20 minutes later boom yeah okay okay great I can do that yeah clap wildly everybody hey, for thanks, Ray guys. oh Ray Kanye well that's how it's done here at the joke workshop that was a perfect example of how to do it bring in good jokes and then good comments on good jokes yay he's a soccer coach your next comedian looks like i mean i actually if i was if we if he and i lived in the suburbs together i would want to coach soccer with him i would say this your next comedian i could see the two of us being like yelling at a bunch of like six-year-old girls do you know what i mean like (laughs) pick it up megan uh your next your next comedian yeah you're gonna love him put your hands together for matthew quirk but is that true she asked me could she be my lady by the way we did see what you did there you ran the fucking light man you ran the light uh anyway so uh i was uh joe dirt for uh halloween this weekend Thank you, thank you. Uh, it's really hard to be a white guy at Halloween these days. I mean, so many cultural appropriations. And, uh, you know, someone brought that up to me. You know, I'm culturally appropriating Joe Dirt. But I think we could all agree that at least I was punching up. Uh, anyway, as Joe Dirt, I was doing, like, some political stuff. And I was talking about the, the bombs that they were sent in Florida, the, the bomber. And, you know, at first I thought it was my cousin. But then when I heard they didn't blow up, that, that's not my cousin. They all got three fingers. Their bombs blow up. 
Anyway, uh, to that uh, bomber guy, uh, you know, he claims to be an American. That's why he apparently has to assassinate uh, people who aren't in office anymore, I guess. Uh, you know, someone's got to remind these super right fucks that uh, to be an American, we vote. We vote. We don't send bombs. We fucking vote. Yeah, so many tragedies these days. The shooting at the uh, the synagogue in Pittsburgh. I mean, that's so tragic. I barely know where to begin joking about it. That's how tragic it is. So, um, so let me get into it. Uh, you know, uh, Trump uh, refuses to denounce. You know these actions. He just sort of tap, tiptoes around it and. Part of the excuse that they're giving is that he has Jewish grandchildren. Uh, you know, he of course he loves Jews. He has Jewish grandchildren. Uh, but he was married when he fucks Stormy Daniels. So I'm not really sure about the guy's moral center, I guess is what I'm saying. Anyway, part of this whole thing is about this Jewish conspiracy. And uh, it's their conspiracy to take over everything. And if the Jews are conspiring to take everything over, they suck at it. I mean, they're less than 2% of the population. Where's the fucking, where's the fucking takeover already? It's obviously. Anyway, uh, there is one Jewish conspiracy I do know of for a fact. Uh, Jesus was a Jew. And there's your conspiracy. All those fuckers are Jesus supporters. That's your, that's your Jewish conspiracy in a tight little shell. All right, that's really all I had to talk about here today. Let's get right to comments and move it along to the next comics. Really? Matthew Quirk. I could just kill time if you want. Well, I mean, it's uh, you only did two minutes and 46 seconds, and you were riffing in the beat. You just wanted to get that new Jew joke out, huh? It's good. I like it. I think it's funny. Yeah, no, it's a good. You get punching up in the Jew joke. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I like the queer. <laughs> yeah, That's queers. what he kept saying is queers. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I liked I laughed really hard at that the taking over part. But there there's a there's the the big Jew conspiracy is that they that they were behind 9/11. Not they as a whole, just one Jewish guy. How does one Jew get 19 Saudis to do anything? Oh, because okay, that was right that was fake. That was all holograms. The guy who owned the building was Jewish, and he, the the astro, the retrofitting, it would have cost more money to because of the asbestos, and he'd have to the half of it had asbestos in both buildings, and the other half didn't, and so to take all the asbestos out would have cost more than to demolish the buildings. So he was worked with the government to demolish the buildings that's that's that that's the conspiracy that's the conspiracy that's occam's razor if that's i ever heard it that's a that conspiracy i'm just razor. saying that that's that's the conspiracy anyways i like i like your conspiracy better <laughs> i'm just saying i didn't make it up i'm just saying that's the other that's this conspiracy people didn't didn't know <laughs> I like the idea of you being uh, offended because somebody thought that one of that the bomber, the pipe bomber, was your cousin, and you got super offended because that would imply that your cousin makes shitty bombs. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you should figure out, keep on going in that direction. That. It's like it works. Best I was super I offended that. by that because that implies that my cousin makes shitty bombs. Yeah. My cousin doesn't make shitty bombs. My cousin has three fingers, y'all. Yeah. 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 I, I yeah. think that's a good idea. 
A lot of people might not think that's funny, but I think it's funny. Yeah, it's it's in the right direction of the funny I'm going for. I, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, I know it's not everyone's humor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Are you going to start making fun of millennials again, or are you done with that? Is that in your? Is that in your? That's I don't want to be a one trick pony. I can no, always no, go I back to that endless bag of resources anytime I feel like it. Cool. Any other guys? Matthew Quirk, everybody! Yay! My favorite Jews did 9-11 joke is by Zach Wiseman, and he does that whole thing where he's like, no, no, cashews did 9-11. Do you notice there were no nuts served on either of those planes? <laughs> so like peanuts, like cash, cashews did 9-11. And he's like, no, no, Baloo's, Baloo's did 9-11. Anyways, it's, um, I, I enjoyed that joke very much by a guy who's not here. He doesn't practice, he's just... Uh, maybe practice alone in his closet your next comedian I haven't seen in a long time and I love it every time I see him I've known him for years and uh, you guys are going to love him right now clap your hands wildly for Gary Hughes ain't nothing but street life fuck that school all the squares up there ain't even cool oh man um, they had another plane crash over in Asia I don't know if you heard about it and I thought it's interesting because the world, or at least in the U.S., we go by the last person that touched it, broke it rule. You know, like, like that. Like, no matter, it, it could be like something inside the plane, but whoever, like, fucking gassed up the plane <laughs> and took the fucking nozzles off, it's like, yeah, it's all, that guy's fault. He's the last person to touch that shit. And the shit's in the ocean right now. Fucking guys. Um, I wonder, you know how, like, everybody stands in line for new technology nowadays? I wonder if it was like that when they came out with Supreme Gas. Like, you're like, I'm about to get that new gas. You know, they're coming out with new gas down the street. I don't know if you heard about it. It's like three times filtered. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) I was just talking shit, man. Uh, Let's see. Let's see what else I can talk about. I used to be, uh, I used to be vegan. I used to be vegan when I was in L.A. This coworker showed me this video about where my food came from, where like the animals tortured and everything. And it was a graveyard shift, so I was vulnerable, sad. <laughs> and then I next that next day, bam, went vegan. Um, and I, it's interesting. Like that happened with a lot of things. Like somebody shows you where it come from, and you're like, all right, I changed my mind about it. I had a little Debbie snack, like the fucking cream pie, and I was just eating it on the porch. And my cousin, she says, oh, we wrapped those up in prison. I was like, what? These, these come from somebody's grandmama's house. She's like, no, we, yeah, we wrapped them up in prison. And I was like, oh, my God. 13th Amendment is so real. <laughs> I thought it was just a joke. Uh, let's see what else I can talk about. I did this last time. Uh, I was thinking about getting a shrink or getting a therapist, rather, uh, the proper way to say that. I was thinking about getting a therapist. But I, I want my pain to live on through my art, you know? I don't want to have to tell it to the therapist. Because then, like, if Shakespeare had a therapist, it wouldn't be no Pericles or no Midsummer Night Dream. None of that shit. If you imagine Shakespeare with a therapist. He's, like, just sitting there. He's like, so, Bill, what's going on? For thou, wow, thou, wow, blah, 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 blah. He's like, wait, Bill, I don't, I'm not quite sure I understand what you're saying. What thou will say, man, blah, blah. He's like, with a dictionary. Like, are you making up words right now? I don't know what you're talking about. God damn you, Bill. Bill, calm down. Um... <laughs> uh, I recently my girlfriend just broke up with me or my ex broke up with me Wednesday it, it's all good it's all good she broke up with me we were over the phone and we were long distance and she was like telling me the distance was getting to her and then she was like well I'm bisexual and I never told you that because of all the queer jokes you make and I was like 
I don't make like my cousin's transgender. I don't. All I talk about is my gay coworkers at work asking me for vitamin D. Like it's just a funny thing. Like, it's a coincidence. You guys always asking for vitamin D from G. You're not getting a D from G. And uh, she broke up with me, man. Just for that. Just <laughs> so I was like, all right, whatever. Back on Tinder. I'm good. Fuck. I try to tell people, I was like, I'm smart, but my brain is even smarter. Like, I have defense mechanisms up the ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's protecting me. Don't worry. <laughs> like, I'm fine. I am very fine. My, I kind of blame my dating history because my mom, she wasn't good at choosing men. She had this one boyfriend that always watched porn in the living room. We only lived in apartments. If you know much about apartments, as soon as you open the door, that's the living room. So, uh, is that like, I'm over time? Oh, women? Okay. Um, so I remember catching him, watch porn. I got open the door really fast, and he acted like he was asleep, and the porn was going on. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, no one sleeps. The only person that sleeps during porn is the person that edits porn. You just be at the house like, I'm tired of this shit, bro. I'm tired of editing this shit. Uh, huh? mm, yeah. Let's see. Do you, do you take a star off your Lyft driver if he doesn't respond to you? Like You're like, how you doing? That's one star. <laughs> all right, all right, that's good. I'm good. Thank you, guys. Gary Hughes, everyone. Yay. Can't sleep watching porn. Woohoo. Yay. That was funny. So uh, there's one other person that falls asleep watching porn, and that's the guy who just finished jerking off. <laughs> D- dick still in hand. <laughs> I don't want to do that because I thought that would be the obvious one. Yeah, but uh, that's where my mind went, I guess. Uh, also, like, so you broke up with your girl long distance, and uh, you know, over gauge, you should end that with like. Uh, so anyway, we broke up. Um, so two two fags walk into a bar, and uh, you know. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go right into one. Even if it ends right there, you don't have to have a full joke. That's I think that's enough for the laugh. And if you could work out that Shakespearean bit, that in a iambic pentameter, uh, if you know what that is, yeah, yeah, yeah. like if you could like have him say stuff in like a rhymey way, like work out what he says, and the guy's like, what? To witst? Is that a real word? You know. Well, Shakespeare did make up words. There's like oh, a, a 150, <laughs> 200 words that showed up in the dictionary because of Shakespeare. He made up a lot of words. Not just words. He made up like whole expressions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 Idioms, idioms, if you will. Yeah, I think that if you were to just isolate like a single line from any Shakespeare play, it would, it would, from like literally any Shakespeare play, it would illustrate your point perfectly. Just seriously, like swear not by the moon, the silvery moon that monthly changes in her circled orb, that lest thine love be likewise variable. That's from Romeo and Juliet. Hey, I see you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, plane, the plane crash. I, I thought you were so personable when you started. It's like you're just talking, and I really, really enjoyed that. Um, and then when you said because I was vulnerable and sad, I laughed. And I think you could add a tag there, just like all vegans are <laughs> vulnerable and sad people. Oh, because it was so funny when you said it was, I was on the or the what was the shift graveyard shift. So I was vulnerable and sad, just like all vegans. Um, and then. I think you can add a tag with the little Debbie because that is so funny. Little Debbie's in prison, but she's white. <laughs> like little Debbie, little Debbie's in prison. Uh, that was, but that was really funny, and I, I, I enjoyed it. Like I said, you're just really personable. Like you're just, like I'm, you're like a buddy on stage. It's good. 
Uh, yeah, uh, Pam took my uh, desirable, uh, sorry, the uh, the vulnerable portion I want to talk about. That's exactly right. I think it's great. And the second thing is um, the uh, the airplane uh, crash, or no, so the, um, the last one who touched it. I felt like maybe you can, I, I wrote this down, I don't know if it makes any sense. Uh, whoever smelt it, dealt it, whoever denies it, supplies it. Just some sort of, the last one touches it, kind of is responsible for it. I don't know if you could add something like that. That's all. Also, uh, to summon the Simpsons, uh, they used to, like Bart would say to, like, uh, about taking out the trash, like whoever tops it off, drops it off. I don't know. It it goes into the fueling. Yeah, the gas, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Gary Hughes, yay! Or is there one more? One more? One more. I was just thinking, like, for, for the porn stuff, falling asleep during porn, I just feel like the ending is always so predictable. I just like fall asleep. I don't know. Like the storyline is boring, or the story, there's like there's no storyline. There's I don't know something like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys. Yay! Always end on a porn joke like a professional. Very nice. All right, your next comedian. He's here to make you laugh. Take notes. Be ready. For Rich Barney. All right. Okay. I got carried away. I'm like way ahead of myself, apparently. Uh, almost are fucking bullshit. Just, I don't know. I've just been thinking about that lately. Uh, is anybody here dating? Nobody. Cool. Um, so sometimes, you know, when you're, you're bringing a girl back to your place for kind of the first time and you have to like disclose some things for the first time, it can be kind of uncomfortable. Uh, like you're going to be like, okay, just so you know, when we get to my bed, there might be a lot of pistachio shells in there. <laughs> uh, some nights I eat pistachio in bed. Some nights, I don't know any of the rest of the words to that song. Um, <laughs> thanks for going on along with that fun joke. Uh, <laughs> um, if you're in a relationship with someone and things aren't working out for you for whatever reason, like maybe just have kind of like that feeling inside you that like something's just not right, the polite thing to do is to stay in that relationship until you die. <laughs> Just never, just hold it in deep, deep, deep inside and never say anything. So if someone, like, if, if she does something that, like, really, really hurts your feelings, you're like, wow, that was really personally hurtful to me. The polite thing to do is to go back to your house and eat her pussy out for 30 minutes. That's the correct thing to do. Look out for the pistachios. Nice. Fucking nailing it up here. Uh, I think that you'd have to be a fucking sociopath to record a Christmas album. Like, that's insane. Nat King Cole exists. He did it. It's done. It's over. Elvis did it. All of the grades did it. And like, in sync, really? Are you serious? You think that's what we need? I get it. It's a money grab. You need money. The only thing more insane than that, I think, would be like throwing your own birthday party. 
Like, who the fuck do you think you are that people want to, like, come to your house and eat shitty hot dogs and some cake that somebody got from Safeway? Fuck you. That's like, you've got to be nuts to think that people don't have better shit to do than to come to your house. I kind of have that. Today's actually my birthday. Um, Yeah. Uh, Which, okay, so... I'm just glad that Christmas wasn't Jesus's idea. Like, because I already think he's nuts, but if he was throwing his own giant ass fucking commercial holiday, that would be crazy. Um, I'm glad that we have capitalism, because that's so much fun. <laughs> Guys, do you ever wonder what you would do, uh, like if you saw a Nazi, like what would you do if you saw a Nazi, if there was one here? Cool, yeah, I know, same, same. I was, uh, I was at this thing in Washington, D.C., and Kellyanne Conway was there. And I was like, I'm gonna put her in my Instagram story and make fun of her. And so I go to do it, and then she sees me, and she's like, oh, selfie? And I'm like, yeah, I'll take a selfie with you. And then I immediately deleted it so that I wouldn't, like, be in a list of bad Nazi people in the future. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Richard Barney bringing it all back around. First Christmas, then Nazis. Very nice. Um, I love. Obviously, we all love that pistachio joke at the front. I'd just leave it at that. I wouldn't yeah. even do like the farther explanation because when you you set it up and then you say because it's no one's expecting the pistachio shells and then keep using it like a callback and that's awesome. You did that. Um, and, and, it, you know, think of other weird, like the pistachio, what, what, what could it be if it wasn't like pistachio shells are really specific and awesome. But like, if she got into bed and she, and you didn't tell her there were pistachio shells, would she think they were toenails or like, yeah. what would they be if they weren't? But, um, I, that first, that first joke was so funny. Uh, and, and the Christmas albums too are really great. All the, I mean, Mariah Carey, you didn't mention her. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's Okay. So, uh, right, because you, but because you said that, that Mariah Carey Christmas song got in my head, and right now it is inside my head. So you did that. I know. I said I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I said I'm sorry. That was good though. Other comments. I second Pam's comments. Like, ooh, gross. Are there toenails in your beds? Like, no. I'm not an animal. They're pistachio shells. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think it'd be funny if you were hating on all Christmas albums and then were like, I like the NSYNC one, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you heard the NSYNC one? Is it any good? Is it yeah, awful? Uh, no. I, I should look it up and find it. Just a fucking hater. Yeah, um, I agree with him. Uh, also, if you could like, add some... Gundam style joke to it. I don't know. Because I know he was like a sp- spokesman for pistachios. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Oh, wow. That's a deep cut. I feel, <laughs> like, I feel like some people might not pick up on that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do like to explain my joke, so that could be good. <laughs> Is that good? All right. Thanks. Yay! I was. I was totally looking for that some in sync music I thought would be really funny. I'm gonna try to find the in sync Christmas uh, stuff. While your next comedian's making you laugh and you guys are being awesome in the audience, put your hands together for Hunter Stare. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Pam. 
that was heartwarming. So uh, my name is Hunter, everybody. Nice to meet you all, if you don't know me. Um, I'm really, this has been kind of a tough couple of weeks for me. I've been struggling with the re very real possibility that I might be too physically attractive to be funny. But I'm... <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to try to muscle through anyway. <laughs> so I've decided to stop mostly for economic reasons. I've decided to stop drinking for November. Thank you. Yeah, mostly for economic reasons again. Uh, I think I think it's going to be okay for the most part. It's going to be hard to give up bloody marys. Anybody like bloody marys? Yeah, most people don't. It's a weird drink to like. Uh, I love them so much. I think because I had so many in the womb. <laughs> I love my mom. My mom's great. Uh, very, very creative person. She, uh, when we were little kids, she she gave us cute nicknames. Like she nicknamed my brother Destructo Baby, because he was you know destroying everything to an even greater degree than children usually do. Uh, I thought that was a really cool nickname. My nickname was Messy, which is kind of lame. Messy, short for Messiah. <laughs> my my mom liked me more than him, so. I made one of those classic blunders of adulthood that you're not supposed to make. Uh, you know, like when you, um, I went to the grocery store right after doing a bunch of blow. <laughs> one of those classic blunders of adulthood, you know? Like, I was really, really efficient, but I only wanted cigarettes. <laughs> All right. Uh, kids, I think children, kids, children. Children are like nuclear warheads. Anybody? They produce biohazards and then we need a non-proliferation treaty. All right. <laughs> Fans of kids, I guess. Didn't, didn't think it. I thought the only father was gone. He just left. Um, I think that, you know, we're, we all have to vote soon. Voting, anybody gonna vote? Voted today, good for you, sir, early voting. I think that votes are like airplane flotation devices. We all have one. We hope that they do something, but they're probably bullshit. All right, all right, I'll keep that. <laughs> uh, has anybody ever, no, no, I'm not gonna do that. I don't have time for that shit. Um, so I bought a mattress recently. Let me explain. I went to the mattress store and for the first time in my life bought a non Craigslist mattress. Yes. Yeah, I'm really impressed with myself too. Uh, it was a really big purchase for me. I did a bunch of research. I ended up going with one of those memory foam mattresses, the kind that astronauts fuck on in space or whatever. <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention. But the, the mattress salesman who, let me, this guy's legit. He had a business card and everything. The mattress salesman told me that I need to rotate, not flip, rotate my mattress once every fiscal quarter. I was like, what? My mattress cares about the stock market? That's a smart mattress. Yeah, I think that's it for me. That's good. That's all I got. As long as your brothers keep making milk. Yay! Hunter Stare. Funny jokes today. Yay. You could tell I really enjoyed that cocaine joke. I laughed very hard at that cocaine joke. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, don't listen to these people. That baby nuclear joke is funny. Yeah, that's a good joke. Um, you, you can say that also the tag on the Destructo baby is that it destroyed her vagina. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. 
Like you were, you'd be like, I was tiny, I was fine. Uh, and Messi is also um, a tiny soccer player from Argentina, known as one of the best yeah, in the world. Yeah, he's considered the best. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, Half Life could fit in there somewhere. Like once you give birth, now you're on Half Life. Yeah. Yeah, it takes. You definitely have a lower life expectancy. Yeah. You know that's for sure. Uh, for the mattress joke, I think it'd be funny, maybe something to try, just like if your perspective is you're just finding out that there's, you can buy them new. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I can, <laughs> good notes. <laughs> yeah, I like, yeah, I like the Bloody Mary. Then like, yeah, my mom's awesome. Then like, Carol. Yeah, lead into the mom. Yeah. Good transition. Other comments? He had a good set. All of those jokes were based on true stories. <laughs> Yay! Art is life. Hunter's dare. Woo! He just got married. Oh, we didn't say happy birthday to Richard Barney either, but happy birthday! It's his birthday. I wish that I would have brought... What's happening? It's, it's for your birthday. They're all honking for the birthday. Of, yeah, of, they were excited about Richard's funny jokes. Yeah, what happened out there? Is everything okay? Is, did somebody run over a baby? Everybody okay? What are they? What are they doing? Is it the cops? Is it is an Uber? It's an Uber doing something stupid, right? That's what it always is. All right, moving right along. Your next comedian, first lady of the night. Actually, she's besides me. She's the only lady here today performing who signed up on the list. Uh, put your hands together. It's Rachel D. And it don't stop hey, to the just thinking about the Red Sox, you know the thing that I love most about uh, baseball is when they win and they run on the field and they jump up and down like little girls. I love that. Like there's no other sport where that is the way that the dudes celebrate. It cracks me up. Um, I, I did just rush over here from work so I didn't get a chance to change. Uh, <laughs> I teach high school. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's where, yeah, high school's dangerous now. You just gotta, gotta prepare for those listening at home. I'm wearing a SWAT officer uniform. Uh, <laughs> no, I, um, I'm going to a costume show and I told them that I would dress as a cop. And then, um, I went to go get the cop costume and realized my only option was sexy cop, right? That is the only option. Everything is sexy. You guys, there was, there was a sexy John Oliver costume. There was a sexy, and then there, I saw a sexy Trump costume, right? That's what, you know what made them sexy? You know what made them sexy? Short pants. I don't, what is sexy about short pants? I don't want to see anybody's knobby knees or hairy legs ever especially Trump or John Oliver. But I guess that's where we're bipartisan. <laughs> right? Sexy. Great. Uh, <laughs> but I was thinking, oh, Halloween is crazy. Like, it's, it basically is our, uh, gives us permission to break some social taboos. Like, do some things that are socially unacceptable, right? Like, go up to strangers' doors and ring their doorbell, uh, which on any other day would kill a millennial. Right? You guys are terrified of doorbells, is what I hear at least. <laughs> you know? uh, and, then, and then on top of that, like, uh, what other night is it socially acceptable to walk out in lacy underwear and a black halo? And that is all, right? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a naughty angel. Like, that is not socially appropriate at any other time. So I was thinking like, wait, okay, fine. What about other holidays? 
Can we just use this with other holidays? Can we be socially inappropriate for Christmas, maybe, where we celebrate, you know, God impregnating a virgin? Question about that. Did Mary ever give consent? <laughs> or did, uh, you know, God just send down his bruh angel, like, hey, hey warning, you know? Uh, so I was like, well, maybe we should just celebrate Christmas with roofies. I don't know. And then Easter, Easter, another great holiday for socially unacceptable behavior. I mean, that bunny is pretty fucking hot, right? We'll just get in there with some bestiality. Have some dudes run around chasing cottontail. I don't know. <laughs> and then, I, okay, so I'm in this like sexy police officer outfit and I was thinking, you know what? Maybe that is how we solve our, so our police issues, right? Maybe we just make all of the uniforms sexy, right? Because, I mean, I'm just really thinking about their own health. Like, it is, it is difficult to eat some donuts in this uniform. I'm just saying. Or, um, you know, if you're feeling sexy, maybe, you know, you're less likely to racially profile, right? <laughs> Unless that's your type. You've got a type, and then, you know, maybe it's for a good cause. But it's also probably very, no, it is very, very difficult to chase down an unarmed black man in fuck me pumps. I've tried. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, was there anything else I wanted to say besides that? Nope, that was it. Thank you. Rachel G. I tried to put on the NSYNC album, and then it only played the end of it. Here, here's another. Here's a little bit of NSYNC for you guys. Christmas. Rachel D. was doing some Christmas jokes. <laughs> Just won't cut into your time, don't worry. Okay, fall a la, fall a la, in sync. <laughs> Christmas roofies. Fall a la with some roofies. Uh, yeah, I think that your roofie joke, uh, It. I, I mean, I hate to beat a dead Cosby, but like... You could, there could be a Christmas special. If you're going to involve roofies in Christmas, it's got to be like a special on NBC with Cosby. Excellent. <laughs> Comments for Rachel D, everybody. Comments? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think um, for the last one, the, was it this, the... It's difficult to chase. It's difficult to chase down an unarmed black man in fuck me pumps. I'm yeah, or, yeah, you're saying you're less likely to... Um, Oh, when you're feeling sexy, it's, you're less likely to racial racial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you could just say like when they beat the black guy like in elementary, they just be like they just really like him, like something like that. <laughs> That's why I'm hitting on them because I really like them. That's why I'm beating them with my stick. Ah, uh, hitting on them. Ah. Sorry, that's so stupid. I watch a lot of battle raps, so. I, don't know. <laughs> I, was, I was making some cottontail puns, so it's all good. Yeah. I'm Definitely, like, the connection between racially profiling and making it sexual is, like, super funny. So, yeah, just keep playing with, like, different ways to deliver that part. Because I don't feel like it clicked. Well, I don't know. Like, the time, like, the, like, the, where it clicked and the timing of, like, the delivery of the joke wasn't, didn't sync up right. But it's super funny. And then when you lead into, like, the fuck me pumps part, like, it really, like, Im makes imagery to it. So, uh, it's definitely super funny. So, just keep attacking the angles on it. Yeah. What is a fuck me Oh, you're so cute. Isn't he just a Boy Scout, guys? He's such a he's so adorable. Uh, you know, like hooker heels, like like the really yeah, they're called fuck me pumps. Yeah. <laughs> Did you never watch Sex in the City, Ryan? Never. I don't think he's old oh, not enough. A, not a thing. It's not old enough. <laughs> I don't think he was allowed to. <laughs> 
Uh, or uh, if he's like into S and M, beating beating a beating an unarmed black guy. If he's into S and M. Oh. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, as okay. a cop, dressed up. That as was going to be one cop. of my comments as well. Uh, but follow up question: um, Did Jesus fuck bunnies? I don't. I didn't. <laughs> I got yes, lost and they there. and they laid eggs. Oh, I was just like another <laughs> holiday where, like, I just said the bunny. The bunny's pretty fucking cute. Might as well like, Put your go dick all in out. Pun, go you? all out and like you know, socially unaccepted situation. It was just like we we use holidays. We should use all holidays to be socially unacceptable. You you could always do the furry yeah, angle too. Yeah, there could be a furry too. angle. The furry oh, yeah. furry yeah. angle. Because then okay. it's a person. Okay. Or just in a fucking bunny rabbits. Suit. Just fucking yeah. rabbits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> should just fuck the rabbit. Yeah. Just, fuck a rabbit. just fuck a rabbit. You know the sexiest. That's, yeah, it's yeah. The it's sexiest rabbit easier. is actually when Bugs Bunny Bugs dressed up like Bunny. a girl. That is yeah. a sexy rabbit. It was a sexy rabbit. When Bugs Bunny did his girl thing. It's a sexy rabbit. Jessica Rabbit also a Jessica sexy rabbit. rabbit. Fair enough. A rabbit. Anyways. What? That's <laughs> right. Rabbits. Only Roger was a rabbit. Good point. All right. Hey everybody, Rachel D. Yay. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. Was it, was it Gary? No, who was it? It was Rich. Who told, who told me about this beautiful NSYNC album that I'm going to be putting on for the rest of the... Thank you. That is happy birthday to me. That's a great... This is... Okay. <laughs> I'm a little punchy because I'm... I'm because I was drunk last night. Uh, your next comedian, put your hands together for Victor Trevino. What's up, guys? <laughs> um, my name is Victor Trevino. I'm actually half Mexican, half Spanish, uh, but I speak no Spanish, guys. Speak no Spanish. I don't know if you know how embarrassing it is to have your white friends teach you the Spanish curse words. <laughs> uh, I have a white friend that uh, he knows more Spanish than I do because he does construction. <laughs> um, no, this is true. Like, fucking, the Mexicans love him, dude. They call him, like, guapo and güero and shit, which is, like, handsome, light-skinned. They call me Victor. <laughs> With, like, a hard V. <laughs> Like, I don't know if you know this, but Hispanics pronounce Victor, Victor, but they make a point. They're just like, no, no, no. You're Victor. <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard, like, Spanish newscasters, like, context switch, where they go from Spanish accent to English. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like, El Presidente de Estados Unidos, Donald Ray Trump. <laughs> yeah, they treat me like shit. <laughs> Um, so I have a Mexican father. He actually grew up as like the oldest of eight on a, a farm in uh, northern Mexico where his insomniac father would beat him and uh, wake him up in the middle of the night to go drive five hours to work a farm where they would pick cotton. I don't know if you know about cotton, but it like cuts your hands up. Uh, so they make like wax tip gloves to do that. Um, but he was the oldest of eight, so he never got to use those wax tip gloves. What I'm trying to say is my dad's not a very emotional dude. <laughs> when I go home for Christmas, we don't hug. We like fucking fist bump. <laughs> and I nod at him like, <laughs> like we're fucking comics. Like I'm like, what's up, dad? <laughs> like, 
Way to say grace, Dad. <laughs> like, I would describe my relationship with my dad as somebody that's uh, consistently chill to have lunch with. <laughs> like, he's uh, he can eat spicy food and shit, and uh, he always pays for it. <laughs> um, I feel like uh, Destiny's Child was the easiest game of fuck, marry, kill of all time. <laughs> You uh, fuck Kelly, marry the billionaire Beyonce, and kill the third one, the third Destiny's Child. I don't, <laughs> I don't know her name, but <laughs> sometimes every time I tell this joke, like a lady will be like Michelle. <laughs> it's like okay, well you know her name, but still, fuck Mary Kill. What's your answer? <laughs> Should always be the same. Sir, do you know who Destiny's Child is? Okay, fuck Mary Kill. You have to do one, so. <laughs> um, I love uh, entertaining conspiracy theorists. <laughs> Super fun. Like, uh, I was just getting my hair cut by a guy who's like laying some juicy conspiracy theories on me. And then midway through the haircut, he puts his hand on my shoulder and he goes, hey, my brother, are you Jewish? <laughs> he goes, are you Jewish? And uh, I mean, I wanted to hear what the fuck he had to say. So I was like, hell no, dude. <laughs> I got the fucking dirt, dude. Apparently, Jews invented the banking system, and they're like lizards and shit. They smell. <laughs> he, I, he was like, he's like, man, all these fucking uh, crazy ass tropical storms. And I was like, yeah, global warming's crazy. He's like, yeah, it's either global warming or, hear me out, <laughs> they're setting off nukes under the ocean. <laughs> and I was like, just keep fading my fucking hair, dude. <laughs> uh, and uh, I mean, this is a tag. I don't, I don't feel like black barbers know how not to fade a haircut. <laughs> I was like, uh, let me get a haircut like one of your white friends have. And they were like, oh, one of my white friends? I got you. <laughs> I don't know. You can tag that if you want. <laughs> That's it. Thanks a lot. Victor Trevino. Uh, uh. Victor, you could just say you could just say Victor with a hard R. I think that'd be funnier. Mm, but the the V is the subject of the the premise because like people say Victor instead. Oh, uh, I see what you mean, but for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No. <laughs> that that was really funny with the barber thing. Yeah. It was good. It's funny. Notes. All my stage presence. Does anybody have? Okay. I think that there was a missed opportunity to make a just the tip joke with the wax tipped fingers. Mm. Yeah, I definitely think that's super rough. I don't want to make a joke. Is it rougher than picking cotton? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Just the tip of the gloves. I don't know if it'll detract enough from the fact that I'm like trying to make it severe. Go ahead. Um. It's red it, tipped, by the way. Usually, like the gloves have red tips on the finger. Okay, I'll think about it. <laughs> Thanks. I think the the fact that the guy's cutting your hair and he's asking if you're a Jew. Yeah. I don't know. Just like going a little bit more into like I didn't want to get fucking stabbed by this guy. I don't know. Yeah, he's like dealing with my. Yeah, head. He's like yeah. dealing with your hair, and you're like, 
like I want to hear this and like I don't want to get fucking killed by this psychopath that has this conspiracy theory about Jews. Yeah, what is your imagery when it comes to cuz I guess I didn't describe what he looks like. So I mean, like I don't know what you thought like the barber looked like. Just like anybody that has crazy ideas about Jews. I don't know. That's like <laughs> behind me like, "Hey man, Interesting. Like, what do you think about, like, are you a Jew? Just like, uh, no, man, I'm not a fucking Jew. Hell no. Why would you think that? Like, he's got a, sh- he's got something sharp in his hand and asking you, like, if you're a fucking Jew. I'd be scared as hell. To the imagery, for sure. Like, it's the color purple or something? Yeah. He got something sharp in his hand. Get these clips. Wait, so the barber was black? Uh, this is like a little bit of an amalgam story, but like the the dude I've had uh, a conspiracy theorist ask me uh, if I was Jewish and he was a black dude. I mean, oh. he was like, okay, he that, was not like he was like some kind of like Latin black, but still black. Yeah, okay. So. I think it'd be worth letting putting that information out there. I think so. Early that he's black. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know he was black. And then when you said something about the black barbers, I, I just switched over to like, oh, okay, now he's talking about black yeah. barbers. Okay, that's good information because, yeah, I didn't describe him at all. I yeah, I just think. thought it was a white dude. Because you said brother. He's like, are you Jewish brother? And I was like, oh, here's some white dude that's Jewish and he wants to spread something to him. Okay, yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. Consistently chill to eat lunch with is a great line. <laughs> he's consistently chill to eat lunch with. That's just funny. Yeah, thanks. I'm actually half Jewish, so I have a lot to say about Jews. Um, <laughs> okay, you should miss the earlier um, conversations. <laughs> um, well, during Nazi Germany, they would uh, take calipers to people's heads to measure their noses and their brains. Oh. And so you could say, I don't know, man. Wow. Do you have so any funny. calipers? That's funny because... Uh, it might be too historic deep cut for... <laughs> people that's great though i don't know how i'll link it but the guy that was cutting my hair did do some weird shit where he was like i usually cut hair based on the shape of the skull kind of shit like he was like like getting like Jew- like yeah okay that's funny yeah, yeah. i don't know how to link it because i don't know if enough people know about the calipers thing but um that's funny so yeah yeah well they're doing that with trans people now what In well what not way? with their heads but taking their pants off who is doing this? Barbers? Did you not read the news last Sunday? <laughs> no, they I didn't. They're gonna check people at the TSA or something. No, well, the TSA is forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the transsexual, whatever the fuck the A is for, right? It was a joke, but you know TSA. I don't know what the A is for, but transsexual association. Anyway, thanks a lot. I'm Victor Trevino. <laughs> Victor Trevino, your next comedian. He's a lovely fellow. Put your hands together for Orion Levine. Is it still in sync? I don't know. Yo, Rachel, shut your mouth. Uh, uh, Fuck you, pumps, huh? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, hell yeah what's up (laughs) um yeah my name's orion levine orion it's a weird name everyone's always like what the fuck does that mean and what it means is my parents were stoners (laughs) yeah uh uh i walked into a bar i got carded I uh, pulled out the ace of clubs, 
bartender was very upset. Turns out he does not like magic. <laughs> I was like, it's not my fault that's the card you were thinking of. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. My son's a real piece of shit. It's probably the most hurtful thing I've read on my mother's Facebook. <laughs> instantly unfriended her. And then instantly refriended her to ask for money. <laughs> Would have called her, but she stopped paying for my phone bill. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I don't trust albinos. They're too white. Okay, my bad. <laughs> no, that that's not the reason. I I actually just had a bad experience with an albino. What? So I don't trust him, you know? Uh, what happened was I saw this albino, and I did what we do when we see albinos. I was like, hey, you albino? And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh he was like nah <laughs> he's like nah i just saw a ghost i was like shit there's ghosts around here and he was like nah i'm up i know <laughs> just can't trust him I didn't realize how much pubic hair I had lying around my house till I dropped a nug of weed in my living room. <laughs> I, I like you guys. <laughs> I brought that motherfucker back up looking like a herbal daddy long legs. Couldn't believe what I was seeing. I had to hold it up to the light. Cast a spooky shadow. Scared the shit out of me. I was like, shit. Should probably stop smoking so much weed. Which, if you ask me, is a pretty convenient conclusion to arrive to once all your weed is covered in pubic hair. <laughs> I watched Toy Story, and then I watched The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, and I couldn't help but think to myself, huh, you know, Woody should have done more to stop the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Like, hey, those two movies do not take place during the same time. But I don't know that for sure, so I'm going to keep telling that joke. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm Orion Levine. Thank you. Orion Levine, yay. Um, I don't know if you got the memo or not. We're not supposed to use the word spooky anymore. Uh, did you not hear it? I didn't. You did. It's a new, just, just, just uh, I mean, I'm still going to say spooky, but because of Is its, it racist. Yeah. Because of the end, they, they decided this year they came out, all the school districts or whatever, like you can't say spooky anymore because it's, because it's spook is a, 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 a bad, a racially charged word toward black people. You can say spooky all you want here. I'm just saying there might be, a, yeah. if, whenever you say spooky, there might be a joke well, about it. I am racist against blacks, so. <laughs> against albinos, which I thought was really funny. Right? No, I like that you. you were, I didn't know that at all. That's good to know. Instead of punching down to albinos, you were like punching across the room. It was really funny. It's like, who makes fun of albinos? It was yeah. great. Hell yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um... 
I guess I was going to say with the Albinos joke, it's like super funny, but there's clearly that moment where it's like super painful about like you saying like they look like they're scared of ghosts. Mm-hmm. And it's like everybody's supposed to feel like, oh, like he's really digging in. And then you like turned it over. I guess like you're just going to have to hold that pain longer, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Hell it was yeah. funny when it came back around. Hell yeah. And then I guess maybe the Woody thing about Woody stopping the Holocaust, like there's some connection maybe to draw about like his badge kind of looks like the yellow badges uh-huh. that the, the Jews wore. Uh-huh. I don't know where if right I could insert that. Hell yeah. Uh, it's really morbid, but like, well, it's, I don't know. It's really dark, but nice. maybe if you can connect that dot, it would be funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, Victor. Yeah, that's all I got. Well, I guess also I was going to say... Um, the jokes about like your mom still paying for your phone bill and stuff, <laughs> like it works really hard because it like, uh, like I want to say that you have like a boyish thing, you know, mm-hmm. like so like it's I think you could totally like dig in there yeah. and, and get a bunch of laughs out of that. Hell yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a boy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you also look really good, and yeah. if I have time, I can just do two more minutes. <laughs> I can do compliments. <laughs> Hell yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, guys, thank you. Yeah, Ryan Levine. I love it. I'm so glad that InSync is part of my life right now. Um, put your hands together for your next comedian, Michael Horabuena. What is up, Mutiny? How you guys doing? You guys being physically responsible, huh? You guys saving money? You guys stacking paper? Um, I've been stacking a little bit of paper lately. I've been stacking like overdraft bills from like last year. I've been stacking child support payments. I've been stacking court order subpoenas. Warrants for my arrest. I don't even know what that means, but I got them. I'm stacking them. Um, yeah, I'm not doing so well. I, uh... I was so broke, I can't really like flirt with girls anymore. I'm just like, like I don't even like really flirt with them. I'm just like, what's up girl? Like, let me get that debit card number though. Like, what's good with that security code from the back though? Shit. When's that shit expire? Um, yeah, I'm not doing well. I, uh, any hot guys here? I don't know, that was quick, no. Um, I don't like hot guys. I don't, <laughs> no, I saw the reflection. I was like, fuck that guy. Um, yeah, I don't like hot guys, dude. I think hot guys, they have the world handed to them, you know? I think us average Jews out here building ourselves and hot guys just, you know, get their, get the world handed to them. Like, I'm such a dick to hot guys. Like, like I, if I see him at, at the grocery store in line, like if I see him like first up next in line, I just cut him, dude. I'm like, fuck you. Like, you can't have a gorgeous jawline and be first in line. Fuck you. <laughs> or like, uh, like if they ask for directions, I give them like t- completely wrong directions. Like... If you make me get lost in your eyes, I'm gonna get you lost in traffic. Fuck you. Dun, dun, dun. Um, I am a. Uh, so I'm a. Uh, do not do that one. Um. What was I gonna do? Well, I just blanked. Um, I think Parkinson's is a pretty useful disease, right? You guys have Parkinson's? You guys like Parkinson's? Have an aunt, crazy aunt. Um, 
I think Parkinson's is pretty useful. Like, um, there's like, I feel like you're kind of, you kind of have like cheat codes to life if you have Parkinson's. Like, you're just like, like obviously not to like the person that has it, but to like to the friends around you. Like, like my one of my best friends, Tim, he has Parkinson's, and um, I feel like I take advantage of him a little too much. I don't know. He, he just he comes in handy a lot. Like, um, I try to I try to stay in fit. I stay, try to stay uh, healthy. Try to stay fit. I um I usually wear a Fitbit. I usually try to manage my calories, but um you know sometimes I get tired. I get lazy. I'm human. Um, so you know if I don't have the right steps at the at the end of the day, I'm like, hey hey Tim, can you hold this real quick? Or you know I come back from the gym. I'm tired. It was a it was a long workout. I'm like, hey um I'm like I'm I'm a I'm gonna make a protein shake. Like I'm tired already. I don't want to shake it myself. I'm like, hey Jeff, can you hold this? His name's Tim. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. Um, what's the other one? Oh yeah. Or like, um, if I'm like babysitting my my little niece, that's the only time he can't help. He can't help babysitting. No, you don't want to have him hold him. Um, what else? I um. I'm trying to like trying to be like a relevant comic, you know. I'm trying to be uh trying to be relevant. I notice like a lot of a lot of comics are like offended by stuff, and I notice I'm not really like offended by anything. Like, I just kind of need a I need to focus on what am I offended by. And I was like, you know what? I'm Hispanic. Fuck those shows like 16 and Pregnant and Teen Mom because they're kind of appropriating my culture, you know. But I was like, you know what? I can't even say anything because I appropriate goat fainting goat culture when I drink. I'm just like another shot man just out <laughs> I'm gonna end on that thanks guys when you're kissing me, fainting goat culture Michael Orobuena is that fainting gold co- co- culture a real is that a real thing yeah there's yeah wow no okay cool not at all okay I'm like I, I, I just it seems so weird I, I is that like, a weird, it. like you guys you've seen like the fainting goats on YouTube right like you guys no, I'm I'm an old lady. I don't oh, I don't like, like travel the YouTube's like the rest of you young kids. It was like a viral thing where like these goats would like just faint out of nowhere. <laughs> it's like that's how I am when I drink. <laughs> um, Do you really I, you faint or you just pass out? Both. At wow. The same time. Yeah. Fun. I think there's a there's potentially a tag about fainting goat goat cultures being goat cheese or something like that because hmm. that's technically correct. Um, just little science lesson. Uh, and then the tag on the front one about um, like asking people for the debit cards. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that that transition was a little bit too quick. Like, um, I like this. The you're like you're getting stacks of bills and shit. Um, but then transitioning to right to that, I don't know if that worked. But if you did something about like I just steal their identities or something like that, or I don't know something else to get it. Because like just asking people for their credit card info, that's weird. I was trying yeah, to make like, it seem it, it it could work. It just like yeah, it needs like something else there. I was trying to do like instead of a phone number, debit card number, like the number thing. I don't know. Maybe it was shitty transition. I'll think about that one. Yeah. I have. I think you should do more taglines for like the hot guys stuff. Cause like I have a theory that like can't be that smart. You know, mm-hmm. like it's like you can't be that hot, hot and also like read a book or something like that like you'd be like i'm out here like going to school <laughs> like these hot know. guys are just being hot i don't yeah. know 
Yeah, that de- definitely has potential for more tags. I yeah. think you don't think you're a hot guy? Mm, I think I'm, I'm a good seven. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, I don't know, seven on a good day. Eight, my grandma says I'm a, like a nine. <laughs> See, so, that's a really funny joke right there. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. A little incesty. Um, anything else? <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. Right on. Put your hands together for Michael Horbuena. Oh, the sultry, smooth tunes of NSYNC's Christmas album. Uh, hey, we have three comics left, and I really appreciate you guys sticking around and giving great comments. Your next comedian is new to the room. I think it says Andre B, but I'm not sure what it says. So clap your hands together for Andre B. Baby, come close to me, because this is how it Hello, um, it's Andrea, but that's that's great. That's actually what, um, if I was a gay man, it would be Andre, for sure. And um, I also identify as more of a gay man who's like proud to be a woman, you know? Because I've dated so many of them. I've been a beard so many times. Um, this is cool, thank you for having me. I was actually just visiting, I did a show in Oakland the other day. So, um, of course, our car got broken into. Yeah, so um, all my clothes are gone, but it's cool. I got new acid wash jeans, <laughs> um, so we're good. We're good here. They didn't take anything important, which was amazing. They left my knitting project, so <laughs> and my skateboard, so that's great. They didn't even take my skateboard. It's awesome. They knew that I had to finish that scarf for my mom. It's just, you know, how, how thoughtful. <laughs> They were. Um, after it happened, we were like, well, shit, we have to go find the cops, right? So we're like driving down the street, and we see these two guys, and I was like, they're cops, they're cops, just pull over, like, we gotta go get them. And we pull over, and of course, it's Halloween. <laughs> not real cops. <laughs> Did not. <laughs> yeah, um, it's okay. <laughs> were they what? Were they? Oh no, it's cool. I wish you were there in your SWAT team uniform. You could have done something. Um, it's also great to come to Oakland because when my friend from Girl Scout camp is here with me, so that's awesome. Um, I did go to Girl Scout camp in upstate New York, um, so I was basically just raised by wolves, um, uh, lesbian wolves, actually. <laughs> my older sister was always like, are you going back to fat lesbian camp? <laughs> It's like, you're not wrong. Um, Yeah, but (laughs) I'm going to go, like, teach girls how to be a leader now. It's not a big deal. Um, Actually, I was thinking I should get a badge for still being straight after going to Girl Scout camp. (laughs) Yeah, like the still still straight badge or um, the no vag badge. (laughs) I like (laughs) still working on some other ones for that. Um, I do date guys, and I'm kind of upset because I was ghosted. It's very upsetting because I met his parents like we all stayed in a Motel 6 room together in Mammoth Um, (laughs) I thought we were married Uh, it's very complicated but he ghosted me and the last thing that he told me was that he was interviewing to be on Naked and Afraid yeah it's like oh you're just like Naked and Afraid to text me (laughs) I I kind of hope he does get on the show and like the woman has to do all of the things for him (laughs) Um, my lesbian friend likes to set me up with guys, which also doesn't go well. Um, and she's always like, oh my God, if I were straight, I would date him. I'm like, but you're not. Um, and also, straight you has terrible taste in men. 
again, because you're not straight. <laughs> um, but she set me up with this guy. He didn't even snowboard, and that's like a large part of my life. So I was like, okay, this isn't going to work anyway. And then he like sent me a very vague text message that sounded like he got roped into a relationship with someone else. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And then he texted my lesbian friend and apologized to her. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> he was, she was like, these are all things you could have said to Andrea, but that's fine. Um, so I just, she takes all my calls for that, uh, <laughs> for the guys, all my apologies go to her. Um, I do, I do love to snowboard. I live in Tahoe now. So when I moved there, my older sister was like, all you want to do is snowboard and smoke pot. It's like, yeah, that sounds great. Um, so that's what I've been doing, but I actually used to compete, and um, you guys, I won a gold medal once. Yeah, I won a gold medal. No one else was at that competition. <laughs> it was just me. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's great. It's almost snowboard season, which is awesome, and I work at the front desk of the hotel at the ski resort, which is great because people call me all the time like, and one time these people called me, they were on the trail, and they were like, hey, we saw a bear. It's like, okay, so the first thing you did was you called the hotel that you're staying at. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm Andrea B, you guys, that was fun. Andrea B, yay! Yay! That was really, really funny. Uh, Girl Scout badges, maybe there's a green Subaru badge? Oh, I, I drive do you really drive a Subaru? You did not escape the no Subaru badge. That's funny, because all lesbians drive green Subarus. I don't know why. Uh, it's just a stereotype that exists. Uh, and the, like the you no know, U-Haul badge, something like that. Or um, at the end, maybe you maybe you earned a pot smoking badge. Oh, I always I have that badge. Oh, OK, good. <laughs> I loved all your Girl Scout stuff. I, I was a Girl Scout, too. So, um, But I enjoyed all your jokes. I th don't think there was a lot to add, because they were so funny. Yeah, I agree. It was funny. I like, uh, <laughs> I do. Um, the part, you didn't, I don't think you needed the skateboard tag on there. You could have left it at the scarf thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and possibly even built on that. Like, I, I just imagined you, uh, like, getting your feelings hurt that whoever broke in your car didn't think that your scarf was valuable. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 12 hours. I, yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. Um, I think it'd be really fun if you did an act out there of like a thief who's like, no man, we can't steal that. She's yeah. probably making that for her mom. Yeah. What's the matter with you? For the whole like no vag thing, like the, all those tags, uh, would it be, would, would you like, uh, what about like, I got last in like muff diving or something or like some kind of like, I got bronze in muff diving or something. I got disqualified in muff diving. I don't know. Ah, there you go. You didn't get your softball. You couldn't get your softball badge because you wouldn't, because you had a no badge badge. I was thinking, I don't know, you make a better Boy Scout. You got your tent pitching badge. Oh. I mean, that's my favorite. <laughs> Another comments. Hey, everybody, clap wildly for Andrea B. On your knees. Oh, hear the angel voices. Wow, hear the angel, the angelic voices of InSync. Uh, hey, your next comedian. 
she's also a new person in the room. Put your hands together for Lou Langer. Hello. Hey. 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 How's everyone doing? I also went to Girl Scout camp. I'm the other lone wolf. Still a lesbian. (laughs) But you know, Girl Scout camp by far had the best commute that I've ever had. Started at Outpost, which was way out into the woods where girls were just making fires and charring rice and then putting it out with more fire and more hot sauce. And then you'd wake up in the morning and canoe over to boating. And I ran a taxi service, a water taxi service in my canoe. It was mostly to hit on other lesbians at Girl Scout camp. But, you know, I I think about it a lot and it it really brings back a lot of memories to me, like singing camp songs, eating Thin Mints, sucking on those clits. And you know, Instagram recently (laughs) has been target adding me like real hard because I was like, yo, fuck this shit. I hate capitalism. I hate fat phobia. I hate anything dealing with alcohol. Report, 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 report. And now it's like, here's a scented candle. I'm like, oh, I I want that. (laughs) That's... I feel personally attacked, but also so considerate. (laughs) And they recently came out with a camp-scented candle. And Andrea uh, and I had an email chain about what was going to be in the camp-scented candle. So we made a list. It lasted about three hours of us going back and forth. You guys ready to hear it? Mold. Canvas, mildew, lake water, unwashed hair, Hawaiian Tropic SPF 8, charred rice, skunk spray, piles of steaming vegetables in a metal bowl, plastic melted onto your thin mints. We got shower poop. It's exactly what it sounds like. We had a secret pooper. I knew who it was. I never outed her. You don't out people. Got bleach, pine-scented latrines, gas-soaked bags of poop. That one was me. I did that. I was, that was, I am outing myself. Campfires, burnt maxi pad torches. In our defense, I don't know if the people who own penises in this room who have never menstruated know, but maxi pads have a lot of plastic in them and so you take the maxi pad and you wrap it around a little 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 staff little stick with rope you douse it in lighter fluid and then you go on your cultish way (laughs) in your canoe we got goose poop tacos in a bag men's deodorant Tampons soaked with nose blood. Tampons soaked with menstrual blood. Again, this is about the candle. This is what the candle (laughs) smells like. I just want to remind everyone, this is like the aroma that you want in your home. (laughs) Got reusable cotton menstrual pads that are drying in the breeze. That was from a crust punk who told us that she would take us to get abortions if we needed them. 
And, you know, I got to say that I, I really loved Girl Scout Camp. I, I, I grew up with a lot of really wonderful women, but I got to say, Girl Scout Camp made me into the man I am today. It's <laughs> like I started taking testosterone and everything instantly got better. I took a trip recently. I was going to Korea and uh, I was like, oh man, I don't know what the, I don't know what they're going to do when I, you know, have a layover in China. Should I take my testosterone with me? Should I shoot up now? And I, I was recently sober from alcohol. I was like, you know, I'll take a double. Let's just do this. Let's get crazy. Sitting on the flight, eight hours in, 19 hour flight. I get a rock hard boner. And that is when your clit is so enlarged that you have to go into the back and masturbate. So that's what I did. And I was standing in the, standing in the room there's mirrors all around me. It was a very nice Chinese bathroom. And I'm standing up and I'm like jerking myself off. And the door opens. It's this flight attendant. There's mirrors all around me. So I'm looking at him and he's looking at me. It's only the second worst date I've ever had. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much. I'm Lou. Christmas. Lou, that was great. You can really, you can really jack off your clit. Yeah. Oh. Every St- and day. standing up. At morning and night. Standing up. It's All great. right. So it's not a pressure thing. It's like actually a grab and pull. You know, I, I can show you. Am I allowed to say that thing. Is that too topical? No, no. I, I do. I don't feel. I don't feel me too at all. I feel great. Like, Hell yeah, yeah. We got to walk in the bathroom. No. Um. Great stuff. Really funny lists. And um, you know, a lot of, a lot of period stuff in there. A lot of. <laughs> you could make a cute joke about menstruation because it's got the word men in it, and you're, you know, move. Do I don't know. I don't, I, I, I felt bad badly because I might have misgender nomenclatured you. That's that's okay. Okay. That's how. It's, do I go? Do are you? A, do you like works. to be called they? I or? use he him pronouns. Oh, he him. Cool, 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 Everyone's cool. Everyone's confused. No, no, no. They get. It's they okay. get it. We're in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Get it? Yeah, yeah. Just cool. Yeah. Well, Lou, you had a great set. Uh, other other comments? Um, I think you have so much funny stuff in there. That was amazing. Um, I think that in some ways, like. Bec- if you led with the Girl Scout camp turned me into the man I am today, I think that's a great way to lead into all the Girl Scout camp stuff. That's a hilarious line. Mm-hmm. It's one of your biggest laughs. Um, and then I think when you're talking about the poop thing and, and like the poop in which, the shower, sorry, like we had which, a secret. Which poop? Well, thing? okay. <laughs> I think it'd be for, for the list. I think it'd be funny if like it's like you just have like one of like if it's gonna be all poop, just make it all poop, you know, or just make it all menstruation. Um, but if you're, if you're going to do the, and please ignore me on all of this, um, the, if, if you say that you're never going to out the person, I think it's hilarious to then out the person. <laughs> Just be like, <laughs> and I never, I, and I never outed her. It's Cynthia Nelson. I never outed <laughs> Katie. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cynthia Nelson. Cynthia Nelson poops in the shower. Can, can I ask a follow-up question to your question? Yes. What's your favorite menstrual blood item and what's your favorite poop item uh you mean of your set or in general <laughs> um the poop in the shower was that my favorite poop in the shower, in the yeah. shower. secret poop um yeah i don't know 
did they? I mean, I'm really intrigued by this poop in the shower. Like they just <laughs> left it there. They just it like it. It was a camper. It was a camper. There was an accident. It wasn't like a multiple purposeful. accidents in the same Whoa. stall over wow. the period of four weeks. Wow. <laughs> Maybe it was a cleanliness. We didn't have you didn't have bidets or something, and they were Italian. No. No. <laughs> Yeah, I I think lay into Cynthia Nelson on this one. Just like, just be, why would you poop in the shower, Cynthia? That was my favorite poop one too. Okay, I don't know why we've never said this, but making fires and making out. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. I mean, we could talk about all the hookups that happen at camp, but. I don't know if it's safe for this crowd. <laughs> they didn't like the menstrual blood jokes. No, menstrual, hey, we, 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 I can't understand. Well, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, uh, comments, more comments? No, we good? Lou Langer, everyone, yay! Oh wait, this one. I love this stuff. Um, well, I'm going to do a quick set, and then um, we're going to wrap it up because I'm in that show at Delirium, too. You guys don't have to stay if you don't want, but uh, I'm going to do a set. So, <laughs> um, hold on. i got to get my book because I practice. All right. Yeah, sorry. I, hey, everybody. I'm going to do my last set, and then we're all, I'm going to go to Delirium because I have a show there tonight. Uh, hey, copy your hands while I leave for me. Yay. I got this show in Little Rock, Arkansas coming up, and I am unlikable. <laughs> so that's going to be a problem. I've got this show coming up in Little Rock, Arkansas, and I'm, I'm opening for my friend. He's headlining Steve Poggi. And he was like, okay, I got you this gig for your birthday, and you should be really excited, but um, you can't do any of your normal jokes. He's like, you can't bag on Jesus. No abortion jokes. He's like, no. You got, he's like, Pam, you got to throw softballs at him. You got to throw. So I wrote, I, I came up with jokes that I think are appropriate uh so as a child I was actually I was a cheerleader for Christ oh. I, I, actually I already messed it up I was a cheerleader for God there is only one God and he is the sun God raw raw <laughs> yes I was a cheerleader for God no actually I was a, I was a cheerleader for Christ uh and it's it's true I uh, the only thing that sucked about being a Christian cheerleader is that the skirts were really long, um, which are not sexy, and that my butt always hurt from protecting my virginity. Also, not, not sexy, not a thing you want to do. Good, you're laughing at that. I'm not supposed to make fun of Jesus. I really was a Christian cheerleader, though, and uh, we were, you know, we were the San Ramon Valley Christian Academy zealots. You know, it's so good. Uh, I learned everything I know about being a woman from the Bible. It's really important stuff. Those two books, uh, Ruth and Esther. Great, great stuff in there, you know? Um, yeah, Esther saved the entire Jewish people. You know, amazing. And you think, well, why? Was she clever? Was she good at puzzles? Was she an amazing orator? Nay. She, she had a hot rack and didn't look Jewy. Uh, her name... Her name was Hadassah, okay? They changed her name to Esther so she could marry the king. She ended up saving the entire Jewish people. Hot rack. They talk about it a lot in the Bible. She's super hot. Uh, and then the book of Ruth. Uh, love that book. You know, a, a nice Jewish lady 
moves with her sons to another country they get married to two ladies she's there that the sons die oh no and then uh ruth's such a nice lady she goes back with her mother-in-law to israel not her country right and then she uh, marries the old rich fat dude and <laughs> she's so what i've learned is you listen to your mother-in-law and you marry the old rich fat dude there's actually uh, a line in there where she's boaz actually says to her uh, hey Ruth, you can marry any of my siblings, my younger brother, they're younger, better looking guys. And she's like, no, no, I'm going to listen to my mother-in-law. <laughs> Hot rack, don't look Jewy, listen to your mother-in-law. Thanks, God. It's good stuff. Um, I used to do this thing called Bible delving. I don't know if anybody else is familiar with this. Uh, it's when you go out into the wilderness. You familiar? Into the woods. Jesus does all his magic out there and you sit down. <laughs> on a little stump and you take your Bible and close your eyes and you pray and you say, Jesus, show me what you need me to know. Show me what you need me to see. And then you open up your Bible and run your finger down and open your eyes. Uh, and mine were always about sodomy. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't get out of Leviticus. I was like, oh. Leviticus 20.12 is actually my favorite Bible verse. It's if you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. Oh. I love to be stoned! <laughs> also, my ex-father-in-law looks a lot like Barack Obama. He's a hot, yeah, he's a hot guy. He's hot. He's hot. Yeah, I, you know, and you can blame Barack for anything you want. The, the economy problems, the porcupines, global warming. Blame him for your smelly dick, but don't. You can't blame that man for being sexy. He was a sexy president. He was a good-looking guy. I won't do that joke, don't worry. Not in, not in clearly not, not in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. They'd be like, get out of here. <laughs> I don't want to say anything racist. Uh, I was going to, uh, I'll do, uh, I, I haven't run through this joke in a while, so I'll do it really quickly. I live in San Francisco, and it's a place some of us live, you guys don't. Uh, we have some very specific hygiene questions here that are different than other places. Uh, you know, number one, I, I found um, these pants in a tree <laughs> in the mission. <laughs> these are tree pants. That's a thing. <laughs> the, the question is, if your tree pants don't smell like pee, do you have to wash them before you wear them? No. No, you don't. Uh, now, I mean, I've been wearing these for like seven days, so now, now they kind of smell like my pee, but I like it. In sense. Uh, San Francisco hygiene question number two when you're using the public restroom at Civic Center uh, do you leave the toilet seat up or down after you've been slamming heroin is that more of an etiquette question or a hygiene I'm not sure uh, and, the, and the third question is that I'm really trying to lower my carbon footprint like a lot of San Franciscans so if I use the same teepee uh, to wipe my nose and then my tushy can I give my butthole herpes <laughs> Dermatologist says yes. Herpes simplex one and two, same herpes. It's just location, location, location. <laughs> don't, don't live, don't live in the tenderloin. There is poo on the streets everywhere in San Francisco, and I'm a nanny and I play a game with kids uh, called Man or Beast. And I see a pile on the ground, and you go, Man or Beast, Man or Beast. What I've learned from a four-year-old is if it's up against a wall, it's always man. That's physics properties physics okay thank you guys for sticking around for me yay so those jokes are all technically clean i didn't swear
Are they too offended? Well, Jesus people won't get mad because they're funny Jesus things, right? Like people that were raised with Jesus can laugh at that, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if I turned it on. Here, I'll give you this. I think your uh, assessment about Barack Obama in Little Rock, I mean, it could go well. Yeah. But I think it's not a good time <laughs> to try. I thought it was. I can end it yeah. Sodomy yeah. But I can do I can do stoner jokes, right? Like I can do in Little Rock. Has anyone ever been there? No. Am, am I am I afraid of these people for no reason? <laughs> should I should I not fear the Midwest? I should. <laughs> The Ozarks. I'm just going to Little Rock. I heard it's relatively progressive. I mean, Clinton was from there. Yeah, yeah like, I like Clinton. Well, you think Bill, Bill Clinton is the sexiest of all? He does play the sax. He plays the sax! And you know what? And I learned from Annette Mullaney's jokes that... Um, Clinton, we we got all up in arms about her, him fucking her with the um, with the cigar. But he in the in the things that we don't pay attention to, he gave her analingus. He like ate her butthole in before 2000. This is like 90s. This is like before she was. He is like a fucking trendsetter, that Clinton man, right? Like nobody else was on the but the butthole was not on the menu. He put it on the menu, like and it wasn't even like like you know anal like oh I'm pounding this bitch. It was like he licked her butthole. That's like so progressive. <laughs> really proud of Mr. Clinton. He put me, he put ass on the menu. It's that's what happened in 2002. You well, could, could timestamp it with a Y2K joke. Y2K joke. How was Y2K was paid for my first marriage, my first wedding. Uh, no, my dad, my dad did a thing to solve um, Y2K for some people, and it didn't matter. Nothing happened anyway. But they gave him like twenty-five thousand dollars to solve this problem that he didn't have to, and so he spent it on my first wedding. It was good. We had really good food. I'm, I'm divorced now, though. Don't worry. Okay, I, I, actually, I actually tell jokes in Little Rock about my ex-husband. Oh, this is what I'll leave you guys with before we leave. Um, I actually got an STD from my first marriage. Yeah, sexually transmitted debt. Oh. <laughs> That's what happens when you get married. You just, he didn't tell me he had $15,000 of credit card debt. I had no idea until three years into our marriage. Okay. Um, thank you guys all for coming. And um, I, we're going over to Delirium, so come on over if you want. Or, uh, you know, you guys are from out of town. Do you have a show to do next? I'm from Oakland. Oakland. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. How long are you sticking around for? Um, leaving tomorrow morning. Oh! Well, you should try to get another set. Is is Edinburgh Castle happening? Or, 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 I mean, if you come to Delirium, Warhol will throw you up, won't he? Really? Of course he will. You're out from, from out of town. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll pull some strings. Um, thank you guys for donating. Thank you for coming to Mutiny Radio. Good night. Yay! Well, after that, baby, what's next? We get a house in the suburbs, two-car garage. And every night I get a good massage. Say that, driving for later. And take this number to my sky pager. Keep in touch, but don't call too much. When I come back around, you know what's up. It's time to get busy once again. Bring a few partners, because I got friends. It's going down like always. Thank you.
young groupies in the hallways I got the money, the fame, and all the things you like So I'll see you next time when I rock the mic You Now, for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2019, applications open until November 30th for 25 shows in five days, 40 comics chosen March 1st through 5th, 2019, for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's our fourth annual, and we hope you apply from whatever part of the nation or international comedy scene you come from. Apply now through November 30th. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, for more details. Aloha, mutineers. Stolowitz here. People ask me, Dave, why do you spend so much time listening to mutinyradio.fm? Well, the answer's simple to me. It's the love I find here. We've got so many great programs here. There's something for everybody, surely. Well, maybe not the Hitler crew, but you know everyone else. Let me tell you about some of my favorite shows here at Mutiny you may not have heard about. Labor and Love with Bill Morgan is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Bill is passionate about labor, jazz, and solidarity, and he tells you how it is. No BS. If somebody gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. I always learn a lot from Labor and Love. It's educational and inspirational. The Common Thread Collective is every Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. with legendary octogenarian Haight-Ashbury activist Diamond Dave. With help from his friends, Dave talks news, wisdom, progressive activism, and spirituality. There's also open mic time for music, poetry, and stories. Comics gotta hold off till happy hour, though. Oh, and check out Flat Black Plastic with Scott Walker, Saturdays from noon to 2. The title says it all. Classic vinyl albums with no apologies. Great stuff. You can listen in live to these fine programs on mutinyradio.fm or download the podcast at your convenience on Apple iTunes. What a deal. Authentic, real San Francisco love. That's what keeps our ship afloat. Billy 
Bob? You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl! Are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bear exoskeleton contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things.
so many comedy shows at this station. We're actually under the free comedy section. Vinyl, records, round, played, mixed. All for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scotto Walker. Amazing artist, music DJ, vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie. My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Jester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as movies over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for... <laughs> it's in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge with the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday 8 to 10 down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs> Exciting for you, Mutiny Radio listener. There are six new shows here at MutinyRadio.fm. Monday nights at 10 o'clock, it's time for free phone sex. 415-550-0511. Yes, call in for free phone sex. You will be recorded. It is a podcast, but will that phone sex be free? Absolutely. 10 a.m. Mondays, it's time for Everyday Conversations on Race with Everyday People. With Sima Lieberman, Everyday People, talking about race every week. Different Everyday People, talking about race 
on Tuesdays, 10 o'clock. It's Spiritual Psychology with Renee McKenna. Meditate. It'll heal you. Then, at noon, stick around. Sergio Novoa brings you my limited view. Talking about all things from his perspective. Then, on Thursdays, from 8 to 10, it's time for Beyond Your Comprehension with Clem. Exciting new shows here at Mutiny Radio. Also, the IC Podcast. That's the Imprint City Podcast. Coming soon. MutinyRadio.fm. New shows. You can have one, too. Contact director at MutinyRadio.fm to find out more details. And check us out at MutinyRadio.fm.